Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life. VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. Today's podcast is brought to you by Orgain. Orgain is the best, the absolute best dairy-free, clean, organic, good-for-you protein powder that is out there. They also have ready-made shakes. Um, They have protein bars, so much more. I love it. Can't live without it. I have Orgain every single day in my life. I started drinking these shakes pre-surgery. Love them even more post-surgery. It's how I get a third of my protein every single day. So head on over to Orgain.com, use my promo code LizRao30 for 30% off your entire cart, and get your clean protein on today. Hello, everyone. What's up? Welcome back. I know I took a week off. Um, It's not because I'm, like, so lazy. It's because I didn't plan a podcast because I was supposed to be on vacation for my birthday. That's right. And we were taking my parents along because they had recently retired and we were treating them. We got a really good deal in Mexico. And you know what? I'm over hurricane season. I'm over 2020, the year of freaking disasters. Because when I got married, uh, COVID-19 ruined my honeymoon opportunity and stressed us all out the week of our wedding in France. And then... um, you know, trying to plan a nice little something-something for myself, my husband, my parents, who have, they just deserve so much more, and freaking Hurricane Delta hits. So, uh, while lots of Riviera Maya, like Playa del Carmen and South, was just fine, and we could have gone to a hotel down there, the hotel we were st- going to stay at, and that I was going to brag about oh so humbly on Instagram and my stories was not available. They had to close for the weekend due to flooding because they were closer to the Puerto Morales area. That was hit. So it, you know, it just goes with the year, right? And the crazy thing is, is yeah, I've had some bad luck this year. I got furloughed. I uh, almost got fired. I, uh, you know, my honeymoon was canceled for forever, it feels like. My wedding was stressful because we got married in France and we took our parents and we just wanted to treat them to something really nice. My birthday trip was canceled. I mean, woe is me, right? Like, it could have been so much worse. In 2020, honestly, still not my worst year personally because I had a lot of good things this year. And I don't think enough people talk about the positives in their life, the good things, um, first and foremost, I found this amazing um, support group with my online weight loss uh, network. So I went through Parker Adventist Hospital. Uh, my doctor was Dr. Brown in Parker, Colorado. Look him up. He's amazeballs. But, um, you know, the group, the support network I got of that is just tremendously um, amazing. And on a bad day... I can go to that page and somebody will lift me up. And that's a really nice feeling to know that you have this huge amount of support backing you up in your journey. Um, I got this, I got married in 2020. I'll never forget it. 
It was on Friday the 13th, so maybe I did it to myself, but that day has previously always been lucky because I met my um, husband on a Friday the 13th. So, you know, I was trying to be cheeseball, I guess, with picking out that uh, coinciding date. I had BSG surgery, which I think was awesome. It was definitely for me. Hold on one second. Got to take a little little drinksy. Hashtag sip, sip, sip. So BSG for me has just, it's changed my life. It's changed my outlook. And we talk about NSVs, non-scale victories. And I didn't even realize I had this non-scale victory, which it didn't really seem obvious until I really thought about it. So I had quit putting in a huge amount of self-care into my body, which for people who knew me through like work and events and whatnot, they probably wouldn't believe that because I always came with my face on. But I really never fixed my hair. I kind of like ah, left it kind of its wavy, natural, kinky look. It doesn't look cute. Um, or I would just blow it out and that was it. Like I didn't really bother curling it. I've never styled my hair in my life. Um, three or four years ago, I just completely painting my nails. I just quit. Um, I was like, Ugh, I just don't have the time to do that kind of stuff. And about a month, month and a half ago, I started painting my nails every week and it gave me like a little little boost. And I didn't realize until today, actually, like right before I was um, getting ready to record this podcast, that that was its own little NSV in a way, because I was putting a little bit of self-care back into my routine and something that it's frivolous, but it's just for me. And it put a smile on my face. And I didn't realize that I was so low that that little thing that seems so insignificant could pick me up so much. So a little food for thought. Um, Going back to last week, I want to apologize about my last podcast. My husband and I did not realize that his audio wasn't working until near the end of it, even though I did a zillion sound checks with him. And the problem is, is his voice just carries. So he was still picking up on my um, headpiece on my headset that I plug in while I do a podcast. But uh, it was from my mic, not his. So I apologize. Hopefully you were able to t- uh, turn it up, listen to it. He um, he was real nervous. He made me like kind of practice with him because he wanted to make sure he put on a good show for y'all. So just know it was still made with love, even though it had some technical glitches. Last week, I did not record a podcast, even though I did not go to Mexico because I had a birthday staycation instead. And we just we just pivoted. That's what we have to do in life, right? And if you've learned nothing else from 2020 and the year of COVID-19, you gotta learn to pivot. It just makes me think of that Friends episode. Pivot! Ugh, so good. Anyway, I digress. So on, uh, let's see, we were supposed to fly out Thursday. I took off the Wednesday before just to get stuff done around my house, which um, turned out to be me calling every single person in Mexico to find out if we were still going to Mexico or not because the airlines didn't cancel our flights. Um, And I never did receive a call from the hotel. But I had reached out and made sure, okay, they're not going to open until Monday. We're not going. Also, I got my three-month blood work done because I was prepared to have to quarantine uh, post-travel. So that didn't really happen. I could have gone anytime this week. My appointment is next week. But... um, I want to talk about my blood work for a second. I'm really all over the place today, guys. I've had two cups of coffee and, man, 
as it hit me. So my blood work guy, I had to go to a new lab. The lab I typically go to in my doctor's office in Parker is currently shut down. It's too small to abide by the COVID policies. So I just Googled and found one that could take me as a walk-in. And this, um, this gentleman, he was nice. I'm sure he was trying to be friendly and keep the flow going because it's got to be boring just sticking people with needles all day. Although really, sadistically, it could be fun. could be very therapeutic. But just immediately just started rubbing me the wrong way. I'm not afraid of needles. I have no problem getting my blood work done. I kind of enjoy the science behind it. But he looked at me in a weird way and he was like, man, you smell good. And I was like, thanks. He was like, oh, you smell like a girl. I said, well, that's good, I guess. He was like, where'd you get that scent? And I was like, it's a Bath and Body Works lotion. He was like, oh. And then he's looking at my shoes and I have these... Um, Listen, I die for a sales, and I love Macy's. I just do. I call them Mossies when I'm feeling a little saucy. And when they have a sale, they have a sale. And so I bought these Michael Kors sneakers for like 20 bucks. They look like they cost me a couple hundred. So I'm very careful when I wear them. But he then starts looking at my shoes, and he's like, oh, God, I love your shoes. And he gets his face within an inch of my shoe. Mind you, I'm sitting down, so it's just an awkward position. And he's like, who makes those? Michael Kors? Ooh, girl, you must – like, and just start going on. He was like, my wife probably wants those. Where'd you get them? I need to know how much they cost. And it was just real invasive, real fast. And I was like, so I have a lunch date if you could just uh, take my blood now. Like, I just – could you just stick me? And of course, none of my paperwork was right because I think every time I've ever gone to gone to a doctor's office, the updates they make never stick. But um, yeah, it was real weird. I won't be going there for my six-month checkup. That's all I know. I'll let you know how my three-month checkup with my doctor goes next week. It's really like, it's almost four months by the time I was able to get in, but it's what it is. So last weekend, back to my birthday uh, staycation for the fifth, sixteenth time. We uh, pivoted. We had some friends over Friday night, and we had game night, and I bought the Hocus Pocus board game because Corey on Instagram, shout out Corey, was like, it's amazing. You've got to get it. You love October as much as I do, which I don't think anyone loves October as much as I do, but uh, it was awesome. It was convoluted. We had to YouTube the instructions because when you're just reading them, it it doesn't make sense. So we YouTubed a guy who's a game professional and that little five minute uh, segue was great. And then we played and here's what I will say I did wrong for my birthday because I was like, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to be in Mexico. I'm going to eat Mexican things, enjoy the culture, enjoy the wine at my all-inclusive because I was staying at like a a nice, nice five-star adults-only soups romantic place. I'm not going to name it because I didn't end up going. But, um, you know, I was going to indulge. Well, here's what I did. I made an excuse for myself. I was like, well, I'm still on vacation and let that mindset go all the way through vacation. So while my food wasn't bad that particular Friday night, I did have wine and I allowed myself to have wine Every single day of my, like, six-day vacation at home. It wasn't the smartest choice. It wasn't the wisest choice. 
I found it interesting because I had watched so many people on YouTube say that their tolerance changed and that they would get drunk immediately. I don't know what those people are drinking because my tolerance did not change. Two glasses of wine was nothing. And other than the fact that I drank it slower because I would fill up so quick and I was making sure like if I had a sip of wine, then I would have a sip of water. You know, I was trying to balance it, but um, my tolerance didn't change. I was not buzzed. Here's what I will tell you. The next day, we went out to lunch. Um, the Russian took me to Seasons 52 for my birthday. It's a special place for us. It's where he took me my very first New Year's. We were together, which was like, I don't know, um, not, not even a month into dating. Um, I ordered like just a mini lobster tail. They have just like a little tiny one you can order on the side. And I ordered a bowl of soup. So I thought, mm, food-wise, still not doing too bad. Got home. I had bought these peanut butter M&Ms the night before. They were gone. He went and bought more. My support network that I've been bragging about helping me and helping me keep on track went and bought a huge bag of peanut butter M&Ms. And I was like, well, I'm on vacation. So that was slip number two, right? Like two days later. Well, okay. So then the next day we went to Foca de Chao. I don't eat meat. By the time my salmon entree got delivered to me, they everyone else was done. I've never been impressed with Foco de Chao's service ever when you order food. And my husband had gotten me a heart, two hearts of palm off the salad bar when he went up there to get whatever. And uh, I those two hearts of palm filled me up by the time my salmon came because I had waited like 40 minutes maybe. They're all done with their meat smorgasbord. They all have the meat sweats. They look green. And I'm like, hold on. It's going to take me like an hour to eat half of this. Hold on. Didn't eat, eat the sides. Didn't worry about any of that. But um, had another glass of wine. Because I was like, we're out at dinner with friends. I don't know if you're catching on the pattern here. But we, uh, you know, I just started making excuses. And I knew I was making excuses. And I let myself do it. I have been standing on a soapbox box preaching, don't do it, don't do it, follow the rules, and I let myself break the rules. Part of it felt good to let a little control go. The other part of me felt incredibly guilty the whole time because then the next day he ordered Chipotle and I was like, well, God, I gotta have some chips and salsa. Like I just, going on vacation for me is gonna be a struggle from here on out because when I work from home, and yes, we stayed home on my staycation, but it was a different mindset because I didn't have to get up and work. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to write. I didn't have to podcast. I, you know, there was nothing I was required to do other than spend time with my husband. And pre-VSG, we loved our food and our drinks. Now, he's lost a lot of weight. He was disappointed in himself because he smoked so much meat and ate so much stuff that wasn't good for him that he gained like, I don't know, eight pounds over her little week. Most of it's water retention from the beer. But, um, so I think his non-supportive me also failed him in a way. So I got a little chuckle because I was like, you can't do this. And I thought for sure I was going to get on the scale and I was going to have gained five pounds easily. Got on the scale. I lost a pound. What's funny is that that bad week of eating broke my stall. Here's where you have to be very careful. It's not what I ate or drank that broke my stall. It's the fact that I increased my calories because my body had been putting itself into 
starvation mode. At 12 weeks, I was 40 pounds down, and I didn't lose again until uh, 14 weeks. And now I'm down two pounds more, so it broke. But I'm very cognizant in the fact that I can't continue to eat like that and lose weight because that's a bad habit. And like I said, I feel a lot of guilt over for doing that. And I, I vowed to be honest with you all through this process. So that, let's see, I returned to work Wednesday. So Tuesday, I was like, I'm not going to have anything to drink. I'm going to up my water efforts and make sure I get 100 ounces in. Well, I got 108 and I ate clean all day. And it wasn't until the next day on Wednesday that my body really acknowledged like how bad I had felt while eating like crap. So even though I, I lost weight by upping my calories, my body really paid a price because I think I was just so used to feeling like crap for so long prior to my surgery that it took that wake-up call for me to realize, okay, when you drink too much wine and you eat bad things, this is how you're going to feel. Like, are you ready for it? Because my stomach hurt. I was bloated. I was a bubbly. Um, and when my stomach or intestines hurt from digestive issues, my back hurts. It's a very physical pain for me that wraps around me, wraps around my tire on my waist. And it like trickled into my legs, my joints were hurting, and it it all comes back to I wasn't getting enough protein, and I wasn't getting enough water. Those are the two things you have to put first before you do or eat or drink anything else. And it took a bad cycle for me of my vacay mindset, my excuse, because that's what it was. It wasn't a reason um, to realize that, okay, I prefer my body feeling this way. So I've made a conscious effort this week to up my calorie intake, but up it with good foods. Even if it's a carb, as long as it's a carb naturally found in nature, I'm okay with it. You know, a potato, a nut, whatever. Um, and he bought more peanut butter M&Ms. I put them in a little Tupperware container and put them down on his desk in the basement because that's where I make him work. And lesson learned. Lesson learned. I think we all need it. The real learning curve here is realizing when you've slipped, being cognizant of it, and making the change to come back. I mean, I'm lucky I didn't gain any weight and that I realized like how bad my body felt because of the things I did and the excuses I made. So, I mean, it was, I probably only broke the rules like for five days out of my six-day vacation, but it was enough. You know what I mean? It was enough. Workout clothes are some of my all-time favorite things because you can wear them for almost anything right now, especially if you live in Colorado because Colorado casual is kind of like an East Coast Sunday finest. And I love Fabletics leggings. It took me so long to find leggings that fit for me because of my muffin top and I had my love handles hanging over. And what's been so nice is that even as I lose weight, these leggings really adjust. They're still holding me in. I don't have to continuously drop sizes. I can go through a few sizes with the same pair and they have a great deal. So if you head over to my Instagram account right now at Liz Route Official, in my bio, you will see a Fabletics sign up, two pairs for $24. 
I highly, highly recommend it. You just give it a try with just two pairs. You won't regret it whatsoever. And just the support that you'll have, you can't see through. I can't tell you how many people at the gym. I can see your undies or your lack of undies on your tuchus. So you don't have that problem with Fabletics. It's amazing. Made from are made by people who work out for people who work out and made for women 100%. Check it out in my Instagram bio lizraofficial.com. So, okay, that was part of my birthday week off. Here's the other thing I did is I finished my book. Um I had these like outstanding edits that I had a deadline to get done because my book's being released on October 21st. I've never come so close to a deadline before in my life. But I've been talking about this book with for a while now. It's called A Hex in the West, a murder mystery novel. It's now up for sale on Kindle, Nook, iBooks, Kobu, Smashwords, all of your favorite e-readers. And it's also going to be available for paperback on Amazon.com, and it is on Amazon Prime. So you get it very, very quickly. I am stoked about this book. It's the first time I've ever written in first person. It's the, it's probably my favorite cover I've ever designed and totally different. It's based here in Colorado. I based it in Georgetown. They have, Georgetown is so cute. It was a gold mining town that kind of really ended up falling very quickly because they ran out of gold and a lot of those people continued on to California for the gold rush. Well, then it actually ended up becoming a silver mining town. And so people will do gold mining tours today because it sounds better. But silver is actually what caused the biggest boom for Georgetown. They have this cute little Georgetown rail that kind of goes up the mountains and over this old cool bridge. And they ha- it's a very like pioneer western themed summer days and parades. And they have their own little ghost um, tour. I can't think of the name of it, but if I remember, I'll post it. It's so, so cute. And I kind of just fell in love with this little mountain town. It's so small, but it's a huge, has a huge little tourist boom. And when I was coming up for a setting, first I was going to go East Coast, and I thought, man, I want to do something in Colorado. And so I kind of, we drove around one day, I did a little research, and Georgetown's just what came up. I just fell in love with it. So that is where it is set, and it's about two sisters, a cousin, and their aunt, and they're all witches, all with different gifts, powers, all of that. One is very, very hesitant to use her gift. She's a fire witch, and her name is Sabrina. And the story is from her perspective, and it essentially starts with finding out that her best friend was murdered, and it goes from there. It's a clean romance. It's a clean murder mystery. Um, It's a fun, quick read, and it's going to be a new series. So please check it out, and please, please kindly, kindly leave a review if you do, because they really help me. I do all of this myself. My sister and mom helped me edit and proof, but, um, you know, it's a fun, fun hobby for me that I really, really enjoy. So to see reviews on there and to see ratings, it really just makes me feel good. And also, I can then thank my sister and my mom for helping me out, too. So I worked on that, got that uploaded, and I have actually a t-shirt on my website to coincide with it. So be on the lookout for more information on that. It's going to be fun. And then I went back to work. So going back to work, it's so hard after vacation, right? So I gave myself a three-day work week return. 
So I'm drinking my protein shake while I make this. Um, I needed a little, little extra boost today. So it, uh, it's my Orgain, like normal. I did vanilla with strawberries, and I think this is almond milk today. I only use nut milks. I don't really use soy because it's so buttery, but I do like almond and I do like cashew. I used to like coconut, and then one time several years ago, while I was still vegan, um, I was really sick. Let me think what it was. Oh, yeah, it's when I had a kidney infection. <laughs> Good times. And uh, I couldn't hold anything down for like four days. And long story short, I can't drink coconut milk anymore. I just can't. But, um, you know, use what you have. Use what you like. Make it work for you. But I went back to work this week, and I had to make a plan. Like, okay, I was really bad. I don't feel good about it. My body didn't like it. How am I going to get back on track? And so I decided water was the first thing. I would up my intake all week. I have two different cups that I use with straws. Um, you know, I, I know some people are for or against, and it's a very, like, hot topic sometimes on message boards. I've never had a problem with a straw. I feel like I actually do better with my intake when I have a straw. So, what ifs? But um, I up my water intake. I have two cups. I have a, let me see, one is one of those Starbucks, like, Tervis cups. That is insulated. And then one is... Uh, my friend made this for me, so it's wrapped. Give me a second. That's what I'm using right now. It's a 24-ounce Orvis cup. I think that's what it says. And it, too, is insulated and keeps everything cold all day. I don't actually like ice-cold liquids. I never put ice in my drink, so room temp is good for me. But I use these two. The Starbucks one is 16-ounce because I know how many cups I need to drink throughout the day. So, and I also went ahead and I uh, measured my drinking glasses at home as well. So I know I have a 14 ounce, a 12 ounce, and a 20 ounce drinking glass. So I can keep track of what I'm drinking every day. I hate those like really big plastic jugs. Ugh, just does nothing for me. But um, I know with this cup I'm drinking today that if I drink three of those, I'm at 72 ounces. I can usually drink four pretty easy, and then I take a glass of water to bed with me for my pills. Um, so it, it just helps me tremendously. And then I, I do one liquid IV. Sometimes I'll break it up into two, use the same sleeve, but two different uh, drinks. And then the rest of the day I do lemon juice. I don't have any problem whatsoever with water, increasing my uptake. I just make a conscious effort first thing in the morning to get my first one going. And I'll take it down into the gym with me, which was the number two change I made in my plan coming back from vacation. I woke up Wednesday morning, got my ass down into the basement, even though it was freezing cold, and worked out. So I had to get back on it with my exercise, and I did my thing. And then usually by the time 30 minutes is over, I've already drank that first 24 ounces. So it's usually pretty easy. Then I go upstairs, I get a coffee, I make a shake, and I go to work. And that's the beauty of working from home. I can just go to work in my leggings. I usually put on a sweatshirt, and it is what it is. Then um, my husband and I, we take a couple of breaks a day. I'd say at least two, and we just circle our complex. It's not a long walk. It's just something to break up the monotony of our day. We both work from home. We're both sitting behind a desk. And it just gets us out and about and moving. The number one tip to VSG or RNY surgery is to move. Um, 
So then I started paying attention to how I felt once I incorporated those changes. And the bloating went away. My stomach aches went away. The bubbles in my tummy went away. You know what I'm talking about. And my mind became clearer. I didn't realize even the fogginess that I had been feeling until I took those things away and added in all of my good um, my good habits back in. And then I cleaned out all the leftovers out of my fridge, got rid of them, got rid of the crap from the parties and the people over, and Max's sudden need for a sweet tooth, and did a healthy grocery shop. And that's how I got myself back on track. I made a plan and I stuck to it. And I thought it would be difficult. It wasn't. It really wasn't. Especially once I put those damn peanut butter M&Ms into the basement at the Russian's desk. (laughs) So long story short is if you make your excuses, acknowledge you made your excuses, acknowledge that you need to get back on track, and then just do it. No one's going to do it for you, right? So... That was my week in a nutshell. I would love to hear how you all get yourselves back on track. I'm not really for liquid, quote, pouch resets. I'm all for like a day of liquids if you're just kind of letting your body clean itself up or whatever. But I don't think going on a liquid diet for two weeks is a healthy way to reset. It's just my opinion. Because um, it just, again, start your body starts thinking it's back on starvation mode. But, I mean, my opinion, take it with a grain of salt. But how do you get back on track when you have a cheat day or a cheat week or you come back from vacation and you let yourself indulge? Like, what is it you all are doing? Write me on Instagram. DM me. You can go to my website at Liz Route Official. There's a contact page and message me there as well. You could also write in questions if you want for things for me to answer. I'm happy to do that as well because I think there's always things that are happening that I just don't take the time to write down to tell you all. Um, and I'm, you know, you probably don't want to hear about my hair loss every week, but um, that's seems so silly. It's just hair. It will grow back. But every time I run my finger over my hair, a clump of it comes out and it's just gross. But how often do you all want to hear about that? Probably not that often. (laughs) So that was my week in a nutshell. I missed you guys. I missed podcasting last week. I wish I had just gone ahead and done it, even though I planned not to have one. But um, I'm excited that it's October. It's the best month of the year. And I'm also sad that October is almost over. So I uh, I have that little dark side of my personality. But then we go into thankful November and glittery, happy Christmas season. So good things are coming, peeps. And at the very least, 2020 is almost over. Let's talk soon, shall we? Episode of Life with Liz.